Welcome back to Motherhood, the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. My name is Charday, and I'm a single mother of a two-year-old girl. This is a place where I'll be sharing my experience and struggles of being a mother. Disclaimer, this information is for educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for legal advice. Please consult legal counsel for guidance specific to your case. On today's episode, we're going to talk about co-parenting or an all. So the father and myself, the father of my child and myself, um, ended the relationship back in April of 2019. He actually ended the relationship by sending me a text. More on that on another uh, podcast. Anyway, so in May of 2019, I found out I'm pregnant. I haven't been talking to him at all, obviously, because we're not together. So I call and tell him. He asked what I wanted to do. And he asked me to marry him. And I said, well, let's see how things go. Because I really wasn't sure if I was going to be even having this baby. And so I told him, you know, I'm leaning more towards having an abortion. And he was like, oh, why would you do that? Why would you abort my child? He wanted me to keep the baby because he was talking big like he was going to be there. I said, all right, well, as long as you're going to be a parent, you know, fine. So I have a scheduled visit for the doctor so I can see how far along I am and everything. And. Uh, He wanted to come to the visit, and I was like, well, you know, I don't want to have to pick you up, and then, because he didn't have a car, I don't want to have to pick you up and then have to drive you all the way back to your place, and the the, uh, location is in a different location, it's further away from where he's at and all this jazz. So I said, well, you know, if you come to my home the night before, then we can just get up and go in the morning. My mother was going to go. This is her first grandchild, so she was all excited, you know. And so, you know, when I check in with him the next week, they say, hey, you know, just checking in to see if you're, you know, going to be coming the night before so we can go to the disappointment. You know, he gets an attitude with me like, oh, well, you didn't want me to go. And I said, but we already discussed this. You know, you're going to come the night before so that way we could go. Like, I'm tired. You don't have a car and I got to come get you. So this is what we already talked about. So he gets mad and he hangs up in my face. Okay, cool, no problem. So I go to the visit. He texts me this long-ass, ridiculous-ass text. So I'm replying to it, and as I'm replying, he's, he's calling. Like, can I reply to the text? Like, let me reply to that first. So I talk to him or whatever, and then I send him a picture of the sonogram. And so then he sends it to the picture to his family with no explanation about whose baby is this where the baby coming from who's carrying the baby nothing so during this time you know we going back and forth we're not really having the best communication you know I'm, I I start looking for I got actually got another job because I needed more money because I, I had a feeling he wasn't going to be assisting me financially so I had to make moves you know I have to make moves from for this child this child is coming and so communicating with him was just becoming very difficult. You know, one minute he wants to be involved and the next minute he would disappear for like a week and then come back like, like nothing happened. So he starts communicating like that, like he wants to be with me and he's telling me he loves me and wanting me to send him revealing pictures of myself and telling me that he wants to do things to me sexually. So I'm like, okay, you know, you know, we're going back and forth with the band. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe he, you know, we're going to make this work. You know, because I grew up in a single parent household and I was hoping to kind of break that and have a two parent household for my daughter. But apparently it didn't work out like that. So 
then in November, he changing up the story. Like he didn't just send a whole bunch of these texts. So I'm like, okay. So after we hanging out together, we get back to his place and we do the do. And then I discussed with him, okay, so how are we going to parent, you know, since we're not in a relationship? So I bring up the word co-parenting. Apparently, he's never heard this word before. I, I don't know. Maybe he ain't got friends that got kids. I don't really know. To be honest with you, I never met a friend of his ever in my entire life. So so he says, you know, oh, like we doing now? I said, well, co-parents don't have nothing to do with having sex with me. You poom poom off the table. That's not happening. I said, it's just about the baby and the schedule and her needs. Because at this point, I know I'm having a girl. And so the next day when he calls me, I'm still on the same co-parenting stuff. Like, this is how it's going to be. This is the structure. So he's getting angry because I'm not going, he's not going to have access to me. He's getting mad. He's, he's like, oh, well, we need to talk about this. I said, ain't nothing to talk about. This is what co-parenting is. This is what the schedule is going to be, period. We don't need to talk about nothing else. So he's mad. He hangs up with the phone. Okay, bet. So fast track to January of 2020. This is, um, you know, going into contractions. I had my daughter January 17th, 2020. She was due on January 16th, 2020, which is uh, my dad's, my father's birthday was January 16th. So I was kind of excited. She was going to be doing his day. I was in contractions that day, but I did not have her until the next day. She wanted her own day, which is cool. So I had, prior to this, I had texted him the address, everything he needed to know, where the place was, what it looked like, you know, basically drawing him a damn map so he can get there for the birth. I text him, I call him and let him know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in labor, I'm in the hospital, they, they actually put me in a room now. So he's going to call me back and was like, what hospital is it again? Bro, you, you serious right now? Are you dead ass? Like stop like come on man i already texted this to you like i already told you so now you know i give birth to her and obviously i had a c-section so i really wasn't even supposed to be doing a whole lot of movies just carrying my daughter so i allowed him to come to my home which i had to go get him as he doesn't have a vehicle mind you i just had a c-section so so he comes to see our daughter. I allow him to stay with me on his days off from work. I think he, at that point in time, he was off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or something like that. So, you know, at one of these visits, I ask him, you know, hey, are we going to try to make a relationship work? And he says, you single, I'm single, so let's see how it goes. Let me tell you something. If somebody tells you that shit, the answer is fucking no. You ain't got to ask no more questions. The answer is no, okay? This back and forth, I'm not having it. So I said, okay, cool. You know, I left it alone. I didn't say nothing. So I didn't have a baby shower. What I did was a registry and I only have a few friends. So I gave the registry out to the people that I knew or that was asking. So a male friend of mine drops off diapers to my house because he was like, oh, you know, he couldn't get to the place in time to get anything else from the registry. And he had his own life. Cool. No problem. It's not an issue, but he wanted, he really wanted me to get, he wanted to get these diapers and he asked me what I actually need. I said, look, everybody got stuff, a bunch of other stuff from the registry. I really just need diapers because nobody had bought any diapers at that point. So the guy, I give the, my friend my address and he comes over to the house and I said, look, I want you to meet my, my friend. So Jojo's father is saying, oh, well, I don't have any clothes. Okay. Well, mind you, you've been washing your clothes over here at, like every time you hear. So what you mean you don't have clothes? I have a pair of sweatpants to just put the sweatpants on. They're not women's sweatpants because 
all women like to wear men's sweatpants. They just feel better. I don't know what that's about, but they feel better. And, you know, you got the length and you got the, the bigness and it's great. So he don't want to come up to meet my friend. Okay, cool. So I said, well, I'm bringing a baby upstairs. So my friend comes in, brings the, the diapers to my house, which was awesome. He brought like three big, giant boxes of diapers, which was great because they were different sizes. So I was so happy. So he gets mad and he thinks I'm having a relationship with this dude. Like, like I'm having sex with this dude. Bro, how? Where? When would I be doing? I just had I just had this child. OK, there was no romantic relationship with with me and my friend ever. So now he's mad and he doesn't want to communicate with me for one week. Okay, cool. Because this is your normal pattern of bullshit that you continue to do. So then he comes back around and he wants to see our daughter. So I go pick him up and he, he's like, oh, can I wash clothes at your house? Okay, fine. No problem. So he brings the clothes. And he was doing that quite a few times anyway. So I go in my laundry hamper because he's with our daughter so I'm gonna wash whatever clothes I have even though I was already told to sit my ass down I just had a baby I don't need to be doing all that but my mind is like I need to start moving because I gotta go back to work soon I was only really only supposed to be off for two weeks and so I find his underwear in my laundry hamper I said hey these is your underwears and then this dude goes okay and please believe me when I say this shit he goes underneath my bed and pulls out a pair of underwear and says these was not his. I know this motherfucking lie because I brought these these underwears for him because they was like specific colors. It was too it was like a gray and like an aqua kind of color. So he's getting mad, thinking that first of all I'm having dudes over there and I'm having sex while my daughter's in the bed. Okay, my daughter co-sleeps with me. Daughter's in the bed and I'm having sex, bro. Bro, please, what what planet? First of all, what dude you know those underwear under somebody's bed? And why was that the first place you looked? Why didn't you look under her crib? You want to look under the bed? Mind you, my room, my mother had my room painted and everything. She brought furniture for my daughter. The whole room was done. I didn't even have my, my full-on clothes in there. I had like a few out, like one laundry basket. Everything was not brought back into that room. So there was nothing. When I tell you there was nothing under the bed, there was nothing under the bed. And why would a dude's pair of drawers be under my bed and not my clothes? Does that make sense to y'all? I mean, please, please let a sister know. I was confused. So now we having this argument. I said, you know what? Get out. Leave my house and you're not allowed to come back here. So again, he stops with the communicator for about a week. This is his MO. He reaches out again and he wants to see our daughter. I tell him when I'm available for the visit. And now I have to drive to him where he's at, even though I'm still healing from my C-section. So I tell him that, you know, I'm going to start full-time work soon. And, and I couldn't do the weekdays because I was going like during the week. I think I did one weekday and a weekend visit. So I asked him if we can come up with an amount for support, you know, for our daughter. So that way I can have, I can go get stuff for her without having to, you know, constantly be like, oh, I need this. I need this. Plus, you don't have a vehicle. So how are you getting around to get the stuff? So he says, I have to ask him when I need something. I know you lying. I'm not asking you when I need nothing. Okay, bet. No problem. So he gets mad and he says, you know, we got to figure something out. And then he closes the door on me and his daughter. Okay you know what no problem bad so now the pandemic hits and i'm not doing any visits i tell him we need to stay in place you know we could do facetimes 
So I do some FaceTimes and he ends up uh, ending them after like two seconds. You know, he's like, oh, I need to like, I need to see her just do the FaceTimes, broski. It's not an issue. Do FaceTimes. So fine, I stopped doing the FaceTimes because if you're going to end them after two seconds, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm just trying to take care of the baby. So he keeps texting me. He's asking me what I need for our daughter. I'm telling him I don't need anything, you know, because I'm not going to ask you. You should be providing automatically for our child. I shouldn't, I sh- you know already the size diapers, what kind of milk she likes, what size she is. You know these things. So if, if you felt so inclined, you could have just sent the stuff. You don't even have to wait for me to tell you to get something. Just send it. Out of the whole entire time, my daughter's two right now. Out of the whole entire time, he has provided $200. That's it. Nothing else. Okay? So now we have the five-month well visit for our daughter. And he shows up 30 minutes late. I reminded him about this fucking visit. And he shows up 30 minutes late. By that time, the visit pretty much over. Like, it's not even that that much to the visit now because you're late. My daughter's crying because she don't even really know him because he's not, you know, babies sense energy. And he's not consistent with his visits and, and what he was doing. So, you know, I, he said he wanted to have a visit. Uh, the stay-at-home order was lifting. So I said, okay, cool. So I texted him the next week to verify visit and that he wear a mask for his visits. He doesn't reply, so I waited, and then I sent it again as it got closer to the visit, and he replied, and he said, why should he have to wear a mask? He's her father. Bro, you didn't grow her in your body. She don't have no antibodies from you. She has my antibodies. And I said, you had to wear one, and I'm going to wear one too. It's not an issue. I'm going to put one on, so why are you not going to put one on? So he said he wasn't wearing one, so I said, okay, when you're ready to put it on, we could do the visit, period. I'm not arguing with nobody about what I said was best for my daughter. If I tell you this is what I want done, then it's done. That's it. This is my child, okay? So now we're going back and forth with this. I'm not finna keep doing this with you. So I serve him with custody and visitation papers. During the custody and visitation, I had to follow a restraining order because he threatens to kill me because I won't let him see our daughter with no mask on. Meanwhile, his family been having the whole visits the whole damn time with, with the mask on. They have no problem complying to what I said. This is what I said. This is my child. There's no conversation, bro. There's no conversation. So we get to court for the custody and visitation. And he tells the family relations officer that he doesn't want to have any visits because there's a restraining until the restraining order expires. So the family relations officer is like, does the restraining order cover the, the child? And I replied, no, it doesn't. And so, so she says to him again, so you don't want to have any visits until the restraining order is over and the restraining order doesn't cover the child. And she's telling you, you could do visits and you could do them with your family. He said, that's correct. Okay. So she don't have nothing to say because one, he showed up 30 minutes late to, to the remote hearing. And two, you telling her, you don't want to have no visits because really you want to have access to me and you're not going to have access to me because I'm not doing the visits no more. So, you know, at that point, I was like, okay, cool. So, you know, now he doesn't even see our daughter. I had to withdraw my whole case. You know, it was getting, it was just getting too stressful, you know, being a first-time mom. So I withdrew the case, and the judge didn't order any, um, before I withdrew it, she didn't order any uh, visitation, and she didn't order any child support. He said he wanted to do a paternity test at our second court date. I agreed to that. He's been saying he wanted to do a paternity test 
forever like I was fucking multiple dudes or some shit. But that was not the case. So I had told him, go ahead and get the paternity test done. You know, there's, there's no issue. So he don't show up to the paternity test as he's supposed to. <laughs> he tells the facility, and I have to laugh at this because this shit is mind-blowing. He tells the facility where the paternity test is supposed to be held because I told them there's a restraining order in place. So I'd like to be placed in separate rooms. So he's going to tell the facility, well, how, how do I know she's going to bring the right child? I have one daughter, and I'm not in the business of taking other people's kids and passing them off as my own, okay? That's not what I do. So, you know, that's, that's it. That's what happened. Now, I don't co-parent. I'm a single parent now. I take care of my child. My family helps out. His family still has visits. They're actually having a visit this week. And um, that's pretty much it, you know. So I'm on the gnaw side of of co-parenting, unfortunately. And I really didn't want it to go that way. I was really trying to at least have a really decent co-parenting relationship. You know, I've been doing family law as a paralegal for forever, you know, for like 12 years. So I know what it's like. And I've seen this and I was trying to keep us out of the court system because, you know, to be honest with you, I did not want to be another statistic. And I had, it it got to that level and I have nobody to blame but myself really because I I allowed it to get to that level. I could have just very well just said, fuck it. You know, I'm not even going to file the paperwork, but I did and it didn't work out. And the judge was not helpful and she was not, you know, offering any sort of anything. Um, and so I just winded up saying, you know what, let me just cut my losses because this doesn't seem to be going in any sort of direction that's going to be helpful for the safety and well-being of my child during this, this pandemic. So let me cut my losses and, and just try to focus on being a mom, working, and taking care of myself, you know, and, that, and that's it. So that's all I have for today. You know, tune in next uh, for next week's episode where we'll discuss sleep regression and co-sleeping, which is something that I do uh, with my daughter now. So thanks so much and enjoy. Thanks.